What's up, Sean? Uh, today, I'm going to get right into it. It's good to see you. Today, I want to talk good about to a couple of things. I want to talk about 1,000 true fans. You and I are going to the Better Life Summit in Vegas Friday, Saturday, and we're going to work together. I want to talk about um, how good Riverside AI clips are making podcasts, short clips, like everybody should be doing this. Uh, I want to talk about the best office chair. Since everybody works in an office or has a home office, the best office chair that money can possibly buy. I want to talk about why Kodak died. I want to talk about um, how the biggest podcast in the world is AB and paid ad testing, split testing their YouTube thumbnails. And I want to talk about why shaking hands is still the best marketing. I love but it. Before Let's that, get into it. Yeah. But before that, let me ask you, how are you doing? You having a good day? Dude, had a great day. Just uh, had a couple phone calls, went to the coffee shop, and came back early to talk with my friend Alex. Nice. Well, that is a good day. If you yeah. get to hang out with me, it's a good day. Hashtag right. blessed. Hashtag blessed. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you've done this. I don't know who uses Facebook these days, but uh, I started a Facebook group for Content Matters called Content Matters. It is 45 people, and my current goal is to get this to... I don't know, 10,000. And if we can get it to 10,000, then we can do a private paid community and you know do some reinvestment and get some bigger guests here. But it made me realize about this, um, if you start looking at the numbers, and I think about this with, um, you know, since we're both sort of like surrounding ourselves around real estate or any kind of niche, I think about what if you could get a thousand people of the 8 billion on planet earth, a thousand people who are hyper in your niche to pay you $200 a month right? To like be part of your community, maybe $100 a month. And it's, uh, that is a lot of money. So what do you, uh, how do you feel about all that? I love it. I mean, I think even a thousand's ambitious. I know we've heard a thousand true fans, even if you could get a hundred people, like, and, I think that's still a good feat if they're diehard fans. Yeah. But if I'm you with get you. 100 I people, Facebook group. Yeah. I've, it's been, I've been trying to make it active. Yeah, if you, I need uh, to start if you, participating. Yeah, if you get 100 people to pay you $200 a month, that's $20,000 a month. That is cool. not a bad living. Not a bad living at all. I'll take it. Anyway. Yeah, so the question is, can you provide a $200 a month worth of value to people? I think, I, I, you know, I, I've spent, I have, I have quite a few lenses that cost far more than that. I have, I have quite a few toys that cost far more than that. So, uh, I think it's possible, but it, it it's really just shows you like, it shows me like how within reach, you know, content for entrepreneurs can be very profitable. So if you're just like, Hey, this is what I am. This is what I do. This is what I want to talk about. And you can find your people and you can say, Hey, look, you know, we can join a paid community. We can share. Um, you can learn from guys like Alex and Sean uh, in a very closed space and have access, you know, webinars. And that costs you 200 bucks. I don't think, I don't like the subscription model so much. So maybe you do it by yearly and you're like, look, it's, it's two grand a year. And so you have one year to basically say, yeah, it's, you can't afford not to renew. Sure. Well, I've seen so, them do it too, where it's like, like a cohort where it's like six months or three months and then it's over. And then you still get access to the discord or the Facebook. Um, yeah. But, 
yeah, I think it's all about building community and meeting the right people and providing value and just really genuinely wanting to help people. Which I think, I think I do. I think you do. Yeah. So it's just a matter of, can I organize it in a way and explain it in a way? It's like, this is something you need. Um, What's interesting is how many people ask me every day. They're like, Hey, can you help me with this thing? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, well, can I call you in again a month? And I'm like, you're asking that we're talking about the exact same thing. It's, it's the retainer model model. Yeah. Why do okay. they want to call you again in a month and ask? Cause they're not ready um, yet. No, like most of the people I talk to are like, Hey Alex, you know, it looks like you, you know, my, my gig and your gig are a little bit different. I'm not really out filming um as much unique gigs i kind of am like hey i i start productions and so if somebody's like hey i I don't do content and i want to start a podcast um you know what do i need for equipment what do i need for production uh like logistics like software you know this uh, how do i get it from a to b and then what do i talk about who do i talk to like show design. So like, what's my avatar? Who am I talking to? Who, who am I? What is my niche? What am I going to say on the show? How can I format it? How do I know what guests to get? Like all that um, sort of creative assets. So a lot of times I'll have a conversation with somebody for an hour and they're like, this is great, but I'm going to go implement some of this. Can I call you again in three weeks and help me with the next step? Or can I call you again in a, in a, a week or two or three months? Whatever the case is, can I get some ongoing help? Cause I'm going to need, I'm going to need help again. So it's like, you know, can I create that into a, retainer model i don't want to say subscription a retainer model like i'm here whenever you need me it's it's two grand a year sure which i like it which is actually um actually really cheap to be honest considering what i'm worth yeah and i've seen uh coaching programs that are more than that that are only for a few months at a time i know a guy who i know plenty of people that try uh, that have real estate coaching and um, people who barely know about real estate and the coaching programs are eight, $10,000 and I see it every day. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it just kind of, kind of made me realize, uh, you know, this content matters. It's, it's so close to people are like, if you can make some content that can attract a couple of people, you know, again, a hundred, 200, my buddy, Dave Perret has a, a group called the war room that I'm part of. 260 people on an average of $150 a month. And he's about to double the price. Uh, the better life tribe that I work for, uh, that's a little bit different because it's Brandon Turner. So it's just bigger, but it's a thousand people that pay $300 a month. Wow. That's real money. That's beautiful. Yeah, but it's possible. That's my point. It's possible. All right. Um, we're going to Vegas, or I'm coming to Vegas. You already live in Vegas. We're excited. We're ready for you. Are you pumped? I am so pumped. I'm thrilled to be on board. We can talk about it more. Uh, I, were you going to email me the schedule, or are you uh, going to send it to a no. text thread? Uh, yeah, I'll send it to you after this. I forgot. Okay. But Dude, yeah, I'm pumped. That'll be great. It'll be great to work with you. Yeah. Well, I need you to do most of the heavy lifting because I, because uh, I'm a slacker. Hey, that's what I'm here for. I've been working. Yeah, out. you're gonna do great. We're gonna do great. Actually, I like yeah. this too. Like, um, 
this is a we know we do two or three events a year so i'm like trying to find the people that are really good at events and I, that's how i met you we shot an event you shot an event i crashed hey i was happy to have you that was fun yeah one. actually um i kind of want to skip I know we, one of the things I want to talk about today was um, why shaking hands is still the best networking. What I love about Sean, and we talked about this on the show before, is the first time I met you, there's so many content, there's so many artists that are guarded, especially like lower level camera people. Um, they think somehow you're going to go steal their, it's just manifest insecurity. They're like, you're going to steal my client or steal my gig or steal my way. Right? I'm like, you can't steal anybody's art. But when I met you, I walked in and I was like, oh, this guy's going to be mad because I walked in with a big camera, you know? I walk in with a giant, you know, my R5 and a big lens and I'm like, oh, this guy knows. I mean, this is, you don't, you don't see this and like, oh, this guy's screwing around. It's like, this guy knows what he's doing. And dude, you were just so um, abundant. You're like, oh, I'm glad somebody's here. I'd love to get a second opinion. I'd love to get a second shooter. I'd love to get whatever I can get. Like, does this look good? I, you're just so abundant about it. And I just, I rarely meet that. I meet a lot of people in, con in artistry that are guarded. And uh, so... You know, I know you have some stories about how your attitude, your collaborative attitude gets you a lot farther, but that's like the thing I always remember most about you is that day. Oh man, I love it. I, I remember too, when you walked in, I was like, oh, finally, another videographer, a photographer here. Oh, he's using Canon. It's probably not any good. <laughs> eh. You know what's messed up is one of my favorite pictures is um, you and I were sitting there and you had, we had swapped cameras for a minute just to screw around and you had taken a picture of me holding up your Sony. And now that's like one of my favorite photos. But every time I get shared, I'm like, nope, not that one. Because you can tell it's a Sony and I don't shoot Sony. Uh, it's, was it with you and Philippe? Felipe, I think, was uh, taking pictures maybe. of each other. In the, yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, that's maybe. funny. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a great photo. Wrong camera. Photoshop it. Photoshop. Yeah, it's a good idea. I like that. All right. So next up, on man? the where's list. Your, where's your where's your energy? It's right here. Well, I, I was I thought you had the I thought you were gonna go down the list, but I, I remember the two topics that I, I had thought of um for you know the the intro recap that were kind of fun yeah. to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wanna hear you get hyped up. Tell me something you're excited about. Well, okay. So, well, it's not, it was what we were talking about before, but I got another event that I'm pretty stoked on. Um, it's not on one of our pre-show notes uh, topics, but filming a red carpet for a movie premiere next week after I film with you. And what I'm most excited about is I got to hire a bunch of my friends to work with. And it's for a bigger, a bigger company. And I got it just through... Like we've talked about before, shaking hands, saying hi to people, telling them what you do. I worked with this guy, Brad, at the Aesthetic Next conference and told him, hey, I'm in Vegas. If you ever need anything, let me know. If you ever come out here, we can go out. I'll take you to some good Thai food spots. And he hit me up like a month ago about a gig and he like totally downplayed it. And he's like, hey, I got this gig. I'm going to send them your way. And then, you know, it's Warner Bros. Music hit me up for... A documentary screening that they're doing in Vegas with, you know, decent budget. And they're like, we need, you know, two other video guys and three photographers, a sound guy, gaffer, lights. 
the whole uh, nine. So are you leading really it? You're fun. the lead? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm the lead. I've been talking to two different points of contacts and renting some equipment and Damn, trying to good for you, dude. make it Don't happen. Don't fuck yeah, this so, up. Yeah. I know. I know. I was Do you feel like, pressure? Are you feeling the pressure? I was like, um, it feels more fun right now. Um, Good. we've been doing a lot of planning and I've been asking a lot of questions. Like I just, yeah. Do you know what you're going to make? So right now, I don't know if they're contracting me out to edit it or not. Um, but they really oh, just wild. Want... Yeah. They so just want just the footage. Filming. Yeah. Just filming. Um, How does that feel? Does that feel weird? It... So I know some people really like to just film and not have to edit. Cause then you just wipe your hands and you're done. I always like the editing process, especially if I filmed it, because then one, I filmed it and normally I try to shoot for the edit. And then two, you can tell the story through your perspective. And three, it's just another way to kind of upsell on the back end to make, you know, a little bit more money. Um, I don't know if they're high maintenance or not with the edit requests. Like they did want, they, like this was a thing where I was like, okay, this kind of conflicting uh, interests here. They want us to shoot an S log. But then they're like, we're going to need a really quick turnaround on the edit. And I was like, if you want a quick turnaround, let's do Cinetone or no S-Log so we don't have to color correct. Yeah, now and you have so, to go in there, you have to color grade it, then you have to export it. Yeah, exactly. For, so, for marginal benefit. You might as well, if they're going to edit it, they might as well color correct themselves. Yeah. So, can, you just, you, can you just send it? You can't send it, just can you send it in S-Log? I haven't asked them but when we were talking they were making it seem as if it would need to be colored um you know insinuating yeah, that's like, weird. All right, when you send us the final product it needs to look good and sharp with vibrant colors and i'm like well you're asking us to shoot an s-log but it's mostly just going to be marketing collateral that they're going to use for future promo stuff for the artists and actors directors that are there dude i think i would like that like I just like slanging cameras and pointing it at people and getting people to act lively on camera and not have to edit. The edit's mm -hmm. the art, a hundred percent. The edit is in the art. Any, um, anybody who ever hires a camera person is like, you know, you do the shooting and then I'll have somebody else do the art, uh, the edit. I'm like, um, or I had that happen after the fact. It's like very infuriating. But like you know, beforehand, I'm like, you just want, you just want B-roll essentially and a couple of, I don't know. Anyway, it's good for you, dude. I uh, I'm excited to see what they they make out of your footage. Yeah, so am I. They had some interesting like requests too. Like, um, so they did ask uh, all Sony. So I had to recruit all my Sony friends. So sorry, Alex, if you were in town, I couldn't. I could have you on photos though. They 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 had they had nothing but love for Canon for photos, but for video, we're doing all Sony. But then they wanted me to hire an actual sound guy. So like we have a boom operator who's bringing the bag and going to be holding it up. And I thought that was interesting because like everyone else on the team has FX3s or Sony A7S3. And we all have mics, shotgun mics, lavaliers. And they specifically asked for me to find a sound guy. So I had to reach out to a bunch of contacts to find somebody who's like just a sound guy. Um, so that was interesting. I haven't had that happen before, but just yeah, that's with wild. punches. Yeah. Dude, you're a killer. Just trying to make it I happen, man. Trying to make people look look cool. Yeah, it's a fun it's a fun life. Um Yeah. You got you working with any other entrepreneurs lately? 
Uh, I got, so I met another entrepreneur, former NFL football player, uh, Mark McMillan. We've been uh, chopping it up a little bit. We've filmed together a few times. He's a sports broadcaster for Channel 8 uh, locally okay. for the Raiders pregame show. He's also got a barbecue sauce company um, that he just started. And this guy is like total badass. He's 5'6". He played eight years in the NFL. He was like the Love 200th that. round draft pick. So you know the guy's got heart and he works really hard. His uh, nickname in the NFL was like uh, Mighty Mouse because he was just like the shortest, smallest guy on the field. And one of the years he led, the, I think it was the Kansas City Chiefs or the Philadelphia Eagles in interceptions. So kind of like that total comeback underdog story. But I met him at another event. And that one was funny because he was just staring at me as I was going through. I had the camera in S&Q mode and I was doing like a hyperlapse. And he's just looking at me and he's like, what are you doing with the camera? Because, you know, it looks kind of suspect like when you're walking a little bit like almost step. too slow. Yeah. yeah. Do you do step? Do you do step and shoot or you have it? You can just walk. With I, it. I, I was just walking with it. I had it at like one over eight for the frames and uh was yeah, trying to get like a particularly slow. Yeah, super slow. And he's like, what are you doing, man? And then I showed him the clip when I was done. And he's like, oh, that's cool. And I'm like, yeah, isn't it? And then like I showed him the few other ones. And he's like, so you do a lot of videos. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, my wife needs a videographer. And I was like, well, where's your wife? I'd love to meet her. And then he is saying that he needed one too. And then I was like, why? What do you do? And he's like, well, I used to play in the NFL. And I was just like. I mean, if you look at the guy, he doesn't look like he played in the NFL because he's short. And I was like, you did? And I was like, what, did you play D-back? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, deeper than the deep because, you know, that's what I played in high school. And that's what our coach always said. And he's like, oh, man, you played too? And I'm like, yeah, but not in the NFL. And then right. uh, <laughs> sent him my sizzle reel and gear list. And then his wife hired me for an event um, like a month ago. And he hit me up. And so... We're chatting, trying to get a little game plan going to get him some more brand deals, but we're just kind of in like the early phases of, you know, he wanted to do kind of like a test shoot. So he brought me to the studio and they filmed the pregame show, which was cool and did that twice. And now we're like kind of in the next stage of like, okay, what do you really want here? And how can we optimize this? Uh, but he's got potential. Like he's already got brand deals from a uh, barbecue company for posting. And, you know, I think he's trying to leverage the, the public nature of being a former NFL player um, and sure. being a sports broadcaster. So that was cool for me. A lot of it happens out in the field, you know, work begets work, smile, say hi to people. And then that's the part I miss. Try to get more of it. So I'm just stuck here on this Island. This, I'm just stuck here in paradise. It's so miserable there. I feel so sorry for you. <laughs> well, well, you'll get a chance to get your social butterfly on in vegas next week so yep very excited i love i uh and i hired you and cole so i don't have to work the whole time although i am going to be slanging two cameras uh but it's a good part about bringing on a team i can these are this is my event so i can you know pay attention to the people a little more boss us around tell us what to do yeah i have no idea do, do i this is what i love about artists this is what i wish entrepreneurs knew about artists is like an artist it's like dude you get what they make i mean you can like you can, you can tell them to make you something specific, but the artist is best when I'm like, Sean, what do you want to make? 
if you can get somebody to make what they want to make an artist, I'm like, dude, that's when you get the best work. Not when you get, when you're like, Hey, try to try to make what I want. And I'm like, no, what do you want to make? Yeah. I think it would be fun to work on like a documentary series. Yeah. I really like doing a documentary series. I like interviewing people. Cole's, I like telling them. Cole's a, a documentarian. Oh, sweet. Yeah. But you're more hype. He's like very much a documentarian. Slow. A lot of slow. Sure. I mean, I just think it'd be fun to have a really good story to tell, like narrative based and interview people. Yeah. And... Yeah. You know, I've been doing, a, I've been still, I got my little, my, I paid a guy to teach me how to do storytelling. A guy that's lived, like did Hollywood for 30, 40 years, sure. maybe not 40, 30 years. So it's been interesting to like learn the rules of story because it's like just not obvious. So that's been fun. We'll talk about it on this weekend, but, or maybe, maybe next episode we'll talk about it, but it's, it's something I'm going to start bringing into the podcast. Oh yeah. No, I'd love to hear what you're learning. Yeah. All right. Let's switch gears dramatically here today. I had delivered my favorite toy. One of the favorite toys I've ever bought in my whole life. It is a Herman Miller Embody office chair. And what I find is interesting about these chairs is I bought uh, a similar model called the Aeron about eight years ago. And I was just using a, you know, a generic cheapo $150 office chair from Office Max or wherever. But it started hurting my hips. And I was like, dude, I need to get something that's like really good. And so I started, don't, don't shake your head at me. And I started looking around at Google and the internet. And it's like, what I found is it's kind of like cameras where you can go get a crappy camera. You can go get an entry-level camera, but it doesn't, it's entry-level. It's always going to be entry-level. But then the best camera in the world is like not that much more. So it makes sense to just go all the way. Because if you bought right now, if you bought a Canon, if, if I bought a Sony a7 IV, you don't need any more camera than that to make anything you ever wanted to make. And so what is that camera? Is that camera three grand? But you can spend a lot of time dicking around with $500,000 cameras. Or you can go to all the way for 3000 Now, I mean, in terms of pure percentage, it's a big change. But if you're going to be like, hey, I can shoot this camera for 10 years, it makes a lot of sense to go all the way. And so I bought, uh, eight years ago, I bought a $900 Herman Miller Aeron chair and I loved it for every second. It was flawless. It's comfortable. It's adjustable. And then, um, and my, my pain went away. And so when I moved to Maui, I didn't take my chair. So I was like looking at the, they have one model up called the Embody, and I bought that. And then today it got delivered and it is everything that I had dreamed of and more. It's wonderful. And they're on sale right now for like 1600 bucks. Wow. So you're going to get finance one? it. Do you pay in full or do you finance? Do they have the financing option? <laughs> I'm sure they have a financing option, but I paid in full. Oh, wow. Love finance it. first, dude. I'm a, you got to remember, dude, I'm a, I'm an investor first, you know? Yeah. I'm an, I'm an, I'm an investor some, turned artist. Sometimes they have deals though, you know, like. Even if it was 0%, I would not do it. Really? I was just going to ask you that. What if it was 0% interest? You still wouldn't? No. You just, no. You don't like the mental like cloud of knowing that you owe money on it or? Um, I have, I have $3 million in debt. I'm okay with debt, but I don't buy wow. debt that doesn't 
I don't get debt. That doesn't make me money. Sure. You know, you're just delaying and you're losing the money to inflation. So like, no, I, I mean, the reason they give you 0% is because they know the likelihood that you don't pay it off in time and then get clipped at 18% is very high. And the benefit to me is just like, you know, I might miss a payment, whatever the case. No, 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 no. It's not part of my investing strategy. I don't, nope, just pay it. I love how like disciplined you are about this. Dude, this, it's so, I'm surprised. It's interesting because like you and I are peers through and through. But when it comes to the investing side, our backgrounds are just different. I want to pull you more into my way of life on money. Yeah. And like, you're way better of an artist than me. Right. But I want to pull you more, way more into the, um, into my way of thinking for like the, the investing, because I couldn't be an artist if I hadn't learned how to make money first, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do it. So, and I know myself, if I got like, if I had to live off of my camera, I'd be, I'd learn how to hate it. And then everybody would lose. Wow. That's interesting that you say that. You know, the one thing I think that you're really great at, though, is lighting. Like, I, whenever I look at the sets of the episodes, I'm like, gosh, the lighting looks sharp. Like, the it's production. It's getting better. You're good I at appreciate production. That. Yeah. I'm good at production, yes. I'm good at production. I'm an okay artist. Um, I need to get better. Chris Williamson. Yo, check this out. Speaking of lighting, did you see my reel today? Yeah, yeah. And you posted it on Facebook. Yeah, on the Facebook group. It's funny, right? It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> what what brand do you use for lights? Um oh, did I go out of focus? Aperture, bro. Everything is aperture. aperture. Okay. Yeah. One of my lights turned off. I want it to turn back on. Um there we go. Yeah. So, anyways, Herman Miller, if you're gonna sit in a chair for it's kind of like beds. People say like, just invest in a good mattress because you're going to spend 40% of your life sleeping or 30% of your life sleeping or whatever the number is. It's like, dude, how much time do you spend in that chair? Right? They're lifetime warrantied or 10-year warrantied, something gnarly. And they don't go bad. They don't break. So highly recommend. They say what? Bed and shoes are the two things don't skimp out on. Because if you're not in your bed, you're probably wearing your shoes. I spend money shoes. on shoes too. Shoes, chairs, cameras, and blow dryers. Don't skimp. Oh, wow. Blow dries. Okay. I do the air dry. That's, that's just me fucking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I, hey, I, I love it because I bought the standing desk. This desk has lasted me like seven or eight years. It's an autonomous AI. It can go up and down. And it was expensive for me at the time when I bought it. And I love the thing. I don't, I have a stool that I use, but I'm normally a stander. And then I have like yeah. a smaller desk underneath that I'll put my legs on to stretch my hips. And so I'm always like shifting my weight, standing, like I rarely sit. Oh, gotcha. Um, yeah. If you don't sit, then don't buy this chair. Yeah. It, well, you know, it's like, I think I calculated, I burn like 600 to 700 more calories in like an eight hour workday if I stand the whole time. Um, probably not, but that's what it said when I like typed it into this little like website. Yeah, so. I feel you. Um, all right. Two more topics. And look at this. We, we're full. We're, we're almost at the end of time anyways. Um, why did Kodak die? All right. So 
Stephen Sasson in 1975 showed his bosses the digital camera, and Kodak rejected the idea because at the time they're making most of their money on film sales. And he approached Sony next, and then they launched the, their first digital camera. Cut to 2012, Kodak is uh, filing bankruptcy. So the moral of the story of that was to be open to try new things. You know, if you try, if you always go to back to what worked, you know, it might not work in the future. Take action. Don't hold on what worked in the past. Pivot, bro. This is a... Uh... Yeah. Well, this is the Blockbuster story, right? Blockbuster Netflix. got offered to buy Netflix and turned it down or, uh, you know, General Motors didn't switch to EVs fast enough or they did EVs, but, you know, mm -hmm. they kind of just didn't, didn't think it was going to come. So, uh, yeah, I love that. Well, Codex trying now, and I think we're in a really interesting moment where, like, now Polaroid is um, sort of having a little bit of a interesting moment where uh there's like mini printers have you seen these the mini printers are the, the i don't know i've seen the kodak ones where they print little oh okay yeah so i have one of these little mini printers and i use it sometimes it's kind of a little gimmick but now there's like you know i can print out from my phone i can take a picture of you right i can um print it on one of these wow, and give it to you right away, um, which is neat. It's also kind of gimmicky, but I think that's like where Polaroid is having Polaroid just released like a, uh, a new camera with a high end lens, but it's the Polaroid. And I think that's um, sort of, yeah, we're having a moment where people are like going back to analog, but it's a trend. It's not going to last. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about like the, Going back to the old school thing, like I've seen a lot of guys at one point too, uh, with like the Fiji film cameras. Uh -huh. And uh, I've, I've seen, I saw one friend go to a, like, it's a monthly meetup here in Vegas where they do, it's like people with Polaroids and like old school cameras. It's kind of cool. Yeah. They walk around the arts district downtown. I haven't gone, but you know, yeah. Certain little trends like that, I feel like are definitely making a comeback and they definitely have like a niche community where like people really love Love them for what they are or what they were. Yeah. Um, that being said, I don't think Kodak is going to, I mean, yeah, I don't think that they're going to, I don't think film or, or Polaroids are coming back in any real fashion. I think it's a little trend. Yeah. I think, yeah, um, it's cool, but digital's better. Digital's better. Uh, let me ask you, there was one other thing you wanted to talk about. Um, the current number one podcast in the world, uh, Diary of a CEO, they have, they have outseated Joe Rogan. They are huge. They do great on uh, Instagram. They do great on TikTok. They do great on YouTube. They are who we're trying to, me at Brandon Turner and Better Life, we're trying to you know, use them as our guiding light. They came out with this podcast the other day. I saw a clip of it. You brought it up about how they test what YouTube thumbnails are going to work, and it was insane. Yeah. And I think the moral of the story with what did he's you want, talking about- did you want to did you want to did you want to explain it? Um, yeah. So he is 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 Stephen. Uh, is it Co how do you say his last name? Covey. Uh, how do you say oh, it? I thought it was Bartlett. Or Bartlett. Oh yeah, Stephen Bartlett. Thinking of a different Stephen. Stephen Bartlett and uh, Diary of a CEO. And 
uh, he's talking on stage, talking about how they test like thousands of different of options. Um, he was saying that he ha they have some type of AI where when he lifts his his finger, they can. I, well, was it testing the thumbnails or even just testing like the different clips too for the sound bites? But essentially, what they're doing is they're constantly testing thousands of different variables and options with how uh, you know hooks or clips or pictures of the thumbnail. And so he's basically just trying to fail as fast as possible to get to the solution the quickest. And it, yeah, and, you know, he's got a big team. Um, big team, but they got thirty thirty people. They said, yeah. But it's just crazy to see the amount, uh, you know, of effort that they're going through to find kind of the combination that will retain viewers the longest. Yeah. So on YouTube, click-through rate is the highest. That's title and thumbnail. Those are the two most important things because they, you know, click-through rate is most important. Um, and then obviously the first 30 seconds, which is why they do these great trailers. But um, how do you know what title is going to do best? We're all guessing. Well, if you could run a paid ad campaign on Facebook for even a day, whatever it is, and just run hundreds and hundreds of ads and be like, well, this is the best one that everybody clicked on. That's a really interesting way to get data, not about what you think is going to be best, but what the people who are going to potentially watch it say is best by, by their actions. So I'm, we're actually going to have some meetings on that in the next few weeks about how can we run a rudimentary version of that. And then whatever oh, we decide it. to do with Better Life, um, the Better Life with Brandon Turner podcast, um, we will also take and use for Content Matters. I love it. That's a great idea. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's cool. I mean, I'm on a couple email lists. Like, I know Noah Kagan from AppSumo. He's, he's email blasted people to vote on, like, titles of books before or, like, do you like this image or this image better? And then later, like a month later, you see it come out. And you're like, ah, I voted on that. Um, so yeah, I think it's important, you know, like even, even if it's not used as an ad, just using the resources you have, like the community, the email list, the Facebook group, getting input and then testing, you know? Yeah. I love that. And yeah, that's all so, so wise. Uh, Noah Kagan is going to be on our show in January. Oh, dude. Yeah. Let me come for He's, that. I love Noah. You're, how much would it cost me to have you come help? Uh, a flight in a room. Okay, well, that's too expensive. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How about a boat ride? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll we're going to continue to work on the uh, the titles and the thumbnails. It's a it's a really interesting moment because what's interesting about that is um, it actually is is fun because now you really don't you need a designer but the designer can just whip up like 50 different ones. And then you don't have to worry about having a, I don't want to say you don't have to worry about having a great designer, but it now is less pressure about what you like or what they like. It's more like, Hey, make 50 different designs. You think would be good. And we'll vote on it. And then yeah. once we know what works, we can sort of like start creating uh, templates around what we know works. But because if you go to diary of a CEO uh, podcast and you look at their thumbnails, it's like, it's not, um, they're not, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't look, it doesn't look like what you hear right now. If you're, if you're like, they do what they spend it. They, they do a hundred paid ads to find the best thumbnail. And then they, they choose the best one. And then you go look at it. And it's like, it's a guy's face with a couple of pieces of text. 
It's not yeah. anything, you know? Um, they're not, it's a template. So they say that, but then what they're really, what they're really saying is it's a picture of a, it's a black image with a person's face and then a little bit of text. So what they're really testing is the picture that they choose and the text. The text and then the text of which get, which word gets highlighted. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's really not art. You don't need an artist. You need a engineer. Yeah. And then just picking the best facial expressions. Like I'm looking at it right now and the last three or four, everyone looks like they're in mid talk. And yeah, I wonder if those are pictures or if those are um, screen grabs. If they're screen grabs, that's even easier. I think they're screen grabs. I think they're screen grabs. Otherwise, you got to have a photographer there just shooting the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, but, these are screen grabs. Yeah, once you figure out the template, then you just, you know. And I, like that's something I know I've seen Mr. Beast talk about before, too. Like, they've, they've tested, like, hundreds of thumbnails before when, you know, they're, they're posting something. And the thing that people forget that's really nice about thumbnails and titles of videos is you can change them. So if yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. performing well, you want to change it yeah. tomorrow? Go for it. Like as long yeah. as the video is well, posted. Well, doesn't YouTube now do A-B testing on thumbnails for you? I'm pretty sure you can do like, it will show one version to some amount of people and the other version to a certain amount of people in the app. And then whichever one performs better, you can just say, okay, just use that one. Yeah, that's wild. It's wild. All right, let's wrap. It's um, so wild. Sony or Canon? Sony all day, baby. Sony is Sony is is kind of having a good. They're having a good year. Next year is going to be better for us. Um, here's what's going to happen. I just want to let everybody know, our vast, vast, vast listeners. This weekend, I'm going to take some pictures of Sean, and he's not going to take any pictures of me. And then we're going to find out. We're going to find out who. <laughs> we're going to find out who's who's better. I'll take one of you so you can have a new favorite picture of you holding a cannon instead. I am going to actually hang on. Well, what we should do too is um, I'm bringing my megaphone. I'm bringing my megaphone. Oh, and look at, I I dressed it up today. Pink. It's got some pink also. And since I always wear camo, I'm going to, I'm going to actually, what I need to do, this is real talk. I need to, can you do me a favor? Can you order? I'll send you a link. Can you order? some camo gaff tape and I'm going to wrap it around the outside of this uh-huh. and I was going to send it to your house but what I'll do is I'll just send you the link of the right stuff the one I want because it'll be there tomorrow and that way I don't have to say because if I mail it to me it won't it won't come in time and then it'll be like whatever eight or ten bucks and I'll just pay you cool yeah dude any anything that you have specifically for the gig or anything like that happy to do it well, I was going to say, yeah, too, we could also take some more thumbnail pics of each other. During yeah, I'm, well, we're having that big light. We're bringing that, that, that light. So let's make sure we get some yeah. pictures. We'll get some pictures together. We'll just have to spend yeah. like 20 minutes there and just take a smash of photos, you and me. And mm-hmm. that'd be great. Yeah, we could knock it that'd out. That'd be easy. Yeah. What? Uh, All right. Yeah. Or just send me the details for the event after. Or we can talk once we end wrap up. Okay, easy. Um, cool. Thank you, listeners. Rate us five stars on iTunes and Spotify immediately. And go to the Content Matters Facebook group. And join it. Like and subscribe. 
And if you're a Sony fan, comment Sony in the comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Hey, actually, Sean, real quick, let's just do a let's do a thumbnail real quick. So just sure. make an excited face. We'll just have we'll have Christine screen grab this. Okay, done. <laughs> That's so funny. All right, let's see if she gets all the way to this. Uh, it would be great. I'll tell her. Nice. All right, you're the best. See ya. All right, see ya. Peace.